Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, the Kate Eingorn. And co-host, but thank you. Wow. Hello. The official Kate Eingorn. Mm -hmm. And our man on the other side of the tracks, Matt Bailey. Um, There's probably a few tracks between us right now, but yeah, Mm -hmm. you could say that. Yeah, there's yeah. Some might even say there's a river between us. There has to be, I guess. Mm-hmm. At least a brook. Honestly, yeah. to me, that sounds like a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, the river between us. It could um, be the river between us. But uh, welcome back, guys. <laughs> That's my version of a Taylor Swift song. It is chilly in Pennsylvania. For all those listeners who are on the West Coast, enjoying nice days. Down south, enjoying nice days. We here in Pennsylvania are freezing our little butts off. Are you staying warm over there, Bailey? (laughs) Um, As someone who is probably about 45 minutes away from you, I am also freezing my little butt off. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Well, I just want to bring that up because for the listeners the last couple episodes, we've been in separate rooms mm-hmm. um we've been at in the respect- same place we, we've been <laughs> separate rooms same place um but a lot of people on the boards have been like yo you're not addressing the elephant in the room there's an elephant in the room you're not addressing it that's because we're not in the same room so we're not seeing the same elephant yes um but today we'll address like there might be an elephant in the r- there is an elephant in the room for us for Kate and I, because we're roommates. Bailey, I don't know if you have any elephants going on over there. So, I mean, there's an elephant in your room. Is So there might not be an elephant in mine? Uh, I feel like this is confusing me because I feel like when there's an elephant in the room, it, it obtains, like, pertains to all of us. So, like, <laughs> if we have an elephant in the room... Does like a different ele- elephant show up to Bailey when he's not here? It's like the elephant's like buddy like travels to tell him the news. I think that's the way it okay. works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, the elephant in the room for us. I don't know, Bailey, if yours has the same message. Um, uh-huh. Should be, but yes. Uh, Kate and I, for long time listeners, have been roommates probably as long as the the podcast has been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we decided to co-sign the lease. To co-sign the lease, <laughs> yeah. <Yo>, so congrats! <laughs> Thank God in Pennsylvania, if your roommates, uh, they allow you to co-sign the lease, but only after eight years, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only after eight years. So um, the elephant in the room is now Kate and I are both uh, co-signers of the lease, um, and that's a big, big moment for us. And we're just glad we could share that with Bailey. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's in a different room with a different elephant. Um, but yeah, that's our elephant. We just want to let the listeners know. <laughs> we, we did it. We did it. <laughs> wow. We co-signed the lease. There's tax benefits and everything for that. And yeah, uh, congrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then sooner, there might be more tax benefits. 
for the next step. Okay, yes. <laughs> Owning a house. Um, but anyways, just wanted to get that out there in case you see if the chemistry is any different. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you notice anything and you're like, whoa, what's going on with those two? Well, both our names are on the lease. Um, <laughs> now, Bailey, the elephant in your room, same message? The elephant told me what was going on a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but cool. He just disappeared, yeah. so I guess we're good. <laughs> All right, nice. His message was uh, delivered. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, well, this week, guys, I want to start off a little differently, if that's cool. Usually, we go into some business. We did a little business there at the top. And then we go into what's grinding our gears. We haven't done this in a while, and I said I wanted to do it a couple episodes ago. I'm kind of curious what what you guys have been watching, any movies. We haven't really like dipped into what we're currently watching now. And I know for myself, I've been watching some movies on the side again. I got out of my, my slump. Um, but uh, yeah, is there anything you guys have been watching movie-related recently that of note that you want to talk about? Anything? On a side note, every year I kind of like tally how many movies I've seen, and last year in particular was extremely low for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like super low. Yeah, me as well. For some reason, um, I think it was basically because like the whole Hollywood like shut down, and there wasn't any good movies like coming out, which got me excited about movies. So I think like I don't know when Hollywood's not pumping out good movies i don't even want to watch any movies for some reason yeah the quality output was wrecked because of covid i think the last Mm -hmm. two years not saying that bad movies came out i just don't think people could make the movies they really wanted to well Um, i also feel like when i go to the theater i feel really inspired to watch more movies and mm -hmm. not going to the theater a Mm -hmm. lot really just cut that for me too that's a good point and i'm a big advocate of theater movies watching movies Mm -hmm. in a theater so i mean i've been going recently and i've been loving it loving that movies are back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i would safely say they're it's safe to say they're back now yeah Uh, like the couple big blockbusters like with dune um the matrix (laughs) spider-man spider-man yeah it's it's bringing the crowds back out um, which is good to see. Uh, I think we're all happy to see that. I personally haven't been to a movie in... Since we saw Old, I think. Yeah, since we saw Old. Um, yeah. And that was with you, Bailey. Yeah. Um, well, Regal started charging me for my monthly membership, like, randomly. I, like, canceled it, and they restarted it. <laughs> they restarted it, actually, during the pandemic, and I was like, yo, I'm not seeing movies right now. Well, I guess it's still the pandemic, so whatever. But... Months ago, yeah, in the heat, in like the when it was really popping off, they like started my subscription again because I didn't fulfill like a twelve month like contract that I had when I signed up and then canceled it. Damn, really getting you with the fine print? Yeah, Yeah. straight up. I was like, I canceled you guys, and like, well, you know, you didn't fulfill the twelve month, uh, blah blah blah. Because the world shut down. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. Well, movie theaters are really. I mean, they were hurting for squirting like during the Oof. pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. So yeah, I've actually they started charging me again, so I had to go see a couple movies in the theater. Get they my... were like, "Hey, you forgot that you like these. We're just gonna start charging you again." Yeah, yeah, their plan worked. Honestly, mm-hmm. great move, Regal. <laughs> yo, I'm yo more of an AMC guy. I'm as soon as my twelve months are up, I'm switching over. 
Yo, I don't know what it is. Um, we have friends who do a podcast. You should check it out if you like uh, quit your band while you still can. Our good friends Tay and Jake. And they've been talking about AMC over everything as well. Is well, AMC just like, or do they now stand as the best? It's not really for me like the quality of the movie theater itself. It's just the fact that Regal is like a straight up Pepsi shop and AMC is now a <laughs> Coke shop. Coke shop. <laughs> so, Which one's the red vine one? That's AMC. Or no, no, no. That's that's Regal. That's, that's Regal. Regal. So it's strictly like the only thing for you is the beverage. It's concessions. Options. For me concessions. personally, yeah. Because I think Regal might have better... I mean, in my area, at least, there are more theaters, and their theaters are nice. It's just yeah. I enjoy a Diet Coke when I watch a movie and not a Diet Pepsi. Let Fair. me ask you something. Have you ever snuck stuff into a movie theater? I have like before. Like candy, drinks? I have before, but like when I was like a teenager and stuff, but at mm. this point, the everyone knows that theaters are hurting for a squirt and so yeah i gotta hook them up <laughs> also you can't like there's nothing like getting the popcorn there yeah right right i i was just curious like if you if your only choice was regal and red vines and pepsi weren't your thing like would you sneak uh, would you sneak a drink or candy in there i feel like it's hard to maybe a can of soda but like i i i just drink the pepsi at that point i don't yeah, I, I feel like the fountain option's still better than like bringing in a can. Yeah, but yeah. I still feel like I would sneak in some Twizzlers over Red Vines for nice. sure. Yeah, nice. candy's definitely easily more easily sneak inable. Yeah, yes, I, that's the, that's true. They're sneak inable. Yeah. Um, okay. We Just haven't talked one. about any movies that we've seen, but like. <laughs> 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 All right, we could move on. Um, no, are there any movies that you guys have seen recently that? super into or um, um so i've seen a bunch um i'm gonna rattle some off and then if you guys have any okay. questions just you know hit me up <laughs> i'll raise my hand um i saw spider-man uh-huh. okay no questions i haven't seen it yet still um, want to see it mcgruber did i talk about how i oh we saw mcgruber got into too. mcgruber <laughs> yeah, yeah you did okay um nightmare alley Oh, What's that? GDT. How? Oh. Uh, yeah. How was it? Yo, it, it was good. It was not my favorite GDT. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, that's one that isn't that one right to Netflix. No, that was in the movie theater. Oh, oh. Where I think he's definitely a guy where I prefer to see his movies in a theater because they always look yeah. super dope mm-hmm. visually. Now dope. this one didn't didn't hit it quite for you it was definitely like, good like i enjoyed it mm-hmm. for sure i mean it was like more of a slow burn noir style mm. movie but mm-hmm. the acting was really you, good and did you take him with you uh, no take, i know take who, who? oh oh yeah oh, your mini gdt yeah uh-huh. no he he stays by my bed at all times <laughs> okay um question for you that movie is loosely based on a circus or something like a carnival yeah there's a uh well it's actually based off a book and then there's a movie that one's really old but yeah there's like some carnival like the first it's kind of base it's kind of like um 
in two parts Mm. and mm. the carnival is in one of the parts and then it kind of diverges from that but yeah good vibes good movie enjoyed it nice nice i um when i just think of guillermo del toro and like kind of a, a creepy carnival circus i just think like ooh, that's his that's his shit yeah um, but i don't know much about the movie so i might be off a little bit but but i'm, I'm curious i saw it I feel like it came out pretty silently. Yeah, because um, it came. I think it came out the same weekend as Spider Man, so it kind of like uh, flopped. Gotcha. Flopped yeah. box officely, but like, I think people still think it's like a good movie. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I saw that. Nice. Don't look up. That was okay. It was fine. And then our movies this week. <laughs> nice. So you didn't. You didn't. I saw Don't Look Up as well. I saw the last half hour. You. Uh, it was just all right to you. Um, I mean, I, I, movies that kind of have like an agenda kind of like throw me off a little bit, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it was, I think like the acting and the movie was like good. It's just the whole agenda thing kind of like, I get it, you know? You don't want your politics to be in your movies, right? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know what you mean. mean, That's how I felt. That's yeah. how I felt when I saw the laundromat, like the Soderbergh mm-hmm. movie. It's like it was. I only saw the last half hour. Don't look up, but it feels very the similar in the sense where they just hit you over the head with their agenda. For sure, but I mean, like, it's not like I'm against that agenda. Like, I back right. that agenda. It's just like, right. All right. <laughs> it's it's one to me. It's one of those things where I think it's literally what the saying "preaching to the choir" means. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the people who are going to watch that movie most likely have that same opinion and that same ideology and stuff. So you're like, I get it. Like, I yeah. enjoyed that movie, but there was a point where I was like, okay, this is so heavy handed uh, that, you know, people are denying science and looking the other way. And, you know, I, I think it's important to make a movie like that and make it silly so you could see, like, oh, the parallel here is yeah. unbelievable. It's not that far off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. It was a little. I just. I love Leo, and honestly, I've had a big turnaround with Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I used to not like her. Yeah, she's cool, dude. Wake she's, up. She's she's cool, <laughs> dude. She's just cool. Her haircut um, in that movie was also yeah, cool. I woke up, and I think she's. I think she's awesome. So I really did enjoy the acting, but yeah, a little heavy-handed. But Adam McKay is fun to me. It's like super entertaining. Yeah, but. It's it is a little heavy handed and you know it's it it's right Republican bashing really yeah. and I'm a little tired of that not that I'm you know standing up for the right or the left or whatever I'm just a little tired of bashing both sides it's it's yeah. it's not getting us anywhere yeah we're like you know? living it every day I don't need <laughs> yeah. to like watch it in my entertainment yeah. too they um someone showed me something where right after the movie Leo went on and hung out with Bezos on his yacht or something. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that video where he's like, I can only fuck you once. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, there's a video of like Leo apparently with Jeff Bezos and his wife and he like goes up to the wife and says something like, I can only like have sex with you one time or something like oh, that. Wow. It seems like a pussy posse role. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah. Well, good for the pussy posse though. Mm-hmm. To- Toby Maguire uh on top (laughs) leo dicaprio's on top right now and i'm sure david blaine's floating on top of something so and we watched um the french 
Dispatch, which I really liked. Yeah. I know, Bailey, you're not the biggest Wes Anderson f- uh, fan, mm-hmm. which I get. I get the hate. I get the love. I get everything in between. This one was fun, though. Like, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's I, like vignettes, almost. Yeah, it's like a little short story collection, kind of. Um, and... I thought it was really solid. And I, I I don't know if many people are talking about it, if it's getting acclaim, but like, it's cool. Timothee's awesome. That's my it. favorite one, I think. Yeah. Um, I one. also really, really love uh, Benicio Del Toro in it. Mm. I think he's Ooh. awesome. He's great in it. Um, I would suggest watching it, Bailey. I, I think, it uh, yeah, it's fun. Is it, it's fun. It is Where did fun. you watch it? We rented it on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, gotta rent that bad boy mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, so okay, cool, 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 cool. We cool. did it. Yeah. Good job, guys. Dude, we did um, it. Yeah. So I, I don't know about you guys though, but I'm feeling pretty positive. Hell yeah. I don't know if I want to grind any gears unless mm. there's something you got to get off your chest. Um, yo, let's be positive. Yeah, yeah let's, let's be, be positive. positive. <laughs> um, what's your blood type? be positive yeah <laughs> oh, god um <laughs> i actually don't know what my blood type is same yo I neither do i my next blow i like have to get blood work and i requested it from my doctor to like test me for my blood type i think i'm o positive yeah i'm i'm, a, I'm trying Universal to be a cool donor. <laughs> yeah i'm trying to be a b uh okay cool now that we got our blood types out there or don't we'll have our blood our wishes for our blood types yeah. um <laughs> let's move into it because i'm pumped about this one i and of course i'm talking about episode 143 <laughs> we still haven't introduced the episode <laughs> that's yeah that's one of my favorite things where they don't show the the title of the movie until like until halfway, halfway through <laughs> yeah. yeah hell yeah um okay so if we're talking 143 bc um we got we got a big birth marcus antonius oh antonius. was he a big baby oh mark he was he was known around the world as a big baby mm-hmm. and he was a roman politician and orator and he he goes on to do great things i'm sure wow. we'll, we'll learn about him um and then quintus cecilius metellus macedonicus crushes <laughs> uh the rebels so we got that going on 143 bc he crushes them AD 143, ooh, a revolt happens. Ouch. A, re- a revolt of the Brigantes tribe in Britannia is suppressed by Quintus Lollipopus. Oh, <laughs> I love Lollipopus. <laughs> um, and then, yo, for all our doctors out there. Hey, doctors. Um, big medicinal topic here. The Roman doctor Antillus performs the first arteriotomy <laughs> yo it's about goddamn time <laughs> i know thank god they're getting in there at the heart yep um mm-hmm. but uh yeah so so good for him yeah good um, for him and good for the medicine world and shout out to all the doctors and healthcare workers out there <laughs> shout uh, out to you just for what you've gone through the last two and a half years god bless you um, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, well, we're shouting out. We're Yo, supporting. Okay. Do you not support the doctors and the nurses? I out there? support the doctors, but not everyone believes in God. So I feel like that's only going oh, to your religious I mean, I don't either. Fans. But like, uh, when I say God bless you, I mean. Gesundheit. Gesundheit. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> um, 
Cool. All right. So, episode 143, as you saw on the top, we're doing Haley Steinfeld. And I believe it was Bailey's choice this week. So, I'm going to pass over the mic to Bailey for uh, <laughs> who you chose <laughs> and why. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess it's out there. The elephant disappeared. Um, <laughs> it's Haley Steinfeld, the the fabulous, the great. The great the talented, the classically trained Haley Steinfeld. Um, yo, I just enjoy her acting. I think she's good. She's quick. She's funny. And I think what made me want to explore her more is the fact that she's kind of dope in Hawkeye. And mm. I know we don't talk about TV, but she's cool in that. And then... Uh, Edge of Seventeen is one of my I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite movies, but I enjoyed it very much. And I think she's cool. We stan her. Oh yeah. We stein her. We stein her. Um I have to admit, Bailey had no idea who she was. Really? And when you brought it up and then I heard like Marvel or some shit like that, I was like my eyes my eyes rolled damn dude <laughs> i'll admit i rolled my eyes but man oh man was i ever wrong because like She's i cool as hell. i've only ever seen i guess her in these two movies that we're gonna review and cool af you dude. have you seen her in true grit I've seen True Grit, but i don't like mm. really recall it so i don't want to count it okay well i have a i oh i got a gear to grind yeah, oh, yeah, let's okay. get into so it. So I also, it, for this episode, I didn't have to, but I watched True Grit as well. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Congrats. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, and she got nominated for Best Supporting Actress in the movie. Mm. And straight up, she's, she's, the, the, she's the lead in the movie. 100%. How is she getting supporting? I mean, I guess if she was lead, maybe she wouldn't have gotten nominated. You know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm. that was her, um, if that's what the Academy saw her as, she probably wouldn't have gotten nominated. But she was the lead in the movie, so like I was a little offended that she got best or she got nominated for best supporting actress. So I kind of forget that movie, but Josh Brolin is in uh, that Jeff movie. Bridges. Jeff Bridges is more in it. Jeff Bridges, Matt Damon, Josh Brolin. Now, Haley who would Steinfeld. be the lead? Who would be the lead? Who's Jeff technically Bridges. the lead? Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Well, Haley. It's literally focused it, on Haley Steinfeld, but Jeff Bridges is in it as much as she is. Mm. But hmm. yeah. So did did she get snubbed? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, okay. You know, I or undervalued. Yeah, that was like her first movie too. Her first movie role, and she got nominated. It's like a um. Uh, who else did that? The girl from Spider-Man, Kirsten Dunst, for Interview mm. with the Vampire. Pretty similar situation. I really like, I appreciate the way you pronounce Kristen Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Oh, Kirsten Dunst. I think it's Kirsten. <laughs> well, the last name, the last name is what I'm focused oh, on. Thanks, dude. Dunst. 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 He's so Dunst. focused on it, he forgets her first name. <laughs> um, yo, I, when you, it's funny, when you were like, I want to do... Haley Steinfeld 
literally two days beforehand my mom was like i just saw her on the kelly clarkson day show and what a cute girl and i was like <laughs> interesting so i like googled it and i was like oh shit she's like hawkeye i was like and then when i never put it together that she was the same person that was in edge of 17 and true grit which were two movies i had already seen yeah and it's like crazy she's incredible in true grit yeah she really i remember is. leaving the th- i saw in theaters i were leaving the theaters and be like holy shit and she's the thing i remember i only thing i really remember from that movie yeah she's amazing so so has she been under the radar for a little couple years and now because hawkeye she's like like it's hard mm-hmm. to say if you get a uh, uh, an oscar nom like one of your first roles, I guess it's hard to say you're under the radar, but I'm trying just to figure out I, why I've missed I think, out on her. Well, I don't think she would have really gone into. I think she's been popular, but not really in like the acting Discourse. community circle. Because like she, okay. she was like friends and involved with like she does music too. So she mm-hmm. puts uh. out music a lot, and she's like tight with Taylor Swift. She was in that like mm-hmm. bad blood video with like 20 different models mm-hmm. and actresses or whatever mm-hmm. um so she kind of like runs in a different circle than like you would find yeah. her in you know yeah mm-hmm. she not my circle she might even be like i don't know if she is but she could be like a a disney girl or something or some sort of child television thing they, but I, I have no idea okay okay yeah it kind of feels like that a little bit feels yeah. for me this I'm not a big Selena Gomez fan, but she kind of has a Selena Gomez feel to me a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I can um, see that. Yeah. But I do want to put it out there. She is a million times better actress than Selena Gomez, <laughs> in my opinion. In my opinion. Yo, people really like that new show that she has on uh, Hulu or whatever, Only Murders in This Building yeah. or something. Yeah, I so, did hear that's good. I hear she's good in that. So I don't know. I... I'm basically basing my uh, my Selena Gomez on that one movie we saw that was the lowest rated. What yes. was that called? The Getaway. The Getaway, oh. where she's with Kevin Bacon, and honestly, it's a parallel movie to one of mm. them that we reviewed today. And yeah. give me Vince Vaughn and Haley Steinfeld over Selena Gomez mm-hmm. and Kevin Bacon. Anyway, well, I don't think it was Kevin Bacon. It was Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, it was Ethan. What's Hawk. the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> I mean, you picked that person as our culprit, and that was his lowest rated movie, so sure. No, I love Ethan Hawke. Um, sorry, guys. My memory is not the I hold tightest. all of his memories. Yeah. That was in our lease that we just co-signed. Um, cool. Well, yo, Bailey, I'm glad you brought her to the table because now she's on my radar, um, and I'm like looking forward to kind of checking out the rest of her filmography, but really excited to think see what you guys thought about these movies, too. Hell yeah. Well, Bailey, why don't you pick which one? Yeah, which one do you want to do yeah. first, Bailey? Um, let's do let's do Edge of 17. Okay. Yeah, let's cool. d- fucking do it. <laughs> and now, as we mentioned in the trailer episode, both of the movies we're reviewing today are from 2016. So, we're going to go with the higher rated one first, and that is the 2016 masterpiece, The Edge of 17. Bailey, take it away. All right, so we got The Edge of Seventeen is, you know, a classic coming-of-age tale where, you know, daddy dies. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Brother and sister aren't getting along. Uh, Mom is somewhere else, usually. Um, But, yeah, it's just a girl, you know, growing up, 
and her sister ends up dating her brother who she hates because he's perfect her and best friend you starts mean her best her friend, friend. <laughs> what did i say you said sister. her sister dates her brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah well but here here's, so here's the thing they are they are like sisters, sisters. Yeah. they're like sisters because they both come from like uh rough childhood well they've been best friends since first grade and they've been best friends yeah, together they've been so, bullied. I, so it's okay bailey <laughs> okay, okay yeah okay so best friend dates her brother um and she has like a um may Haley seinfeld the main character has like a a funny relationship with her teacher woody harrelson who um is great in this movie he should have gotten He's a best so supporting good. actor now <laughs> um but yeah you know it's a great coming of age tale it's rated r which I thought it was that makes cool, sense. but it's still like, yeah. I feel like not a lot of people saw it because it was probably like, uh, I mean, like the cover, you see the cover of the movie and it's like, oh, this is like a kid's movie mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. maybe PG-13. It's, it's yeah. like young adult. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely like YA. But yeah, that's the movie and I love it. Um, I have a couple questions. <laughs> one, one, um surprisingly they're earnest questions too <laughs> rated r why is it rated r is it language because i can't really recall anything that i'm like probably language and the sex stuff yeah there is a lot of partying it. and drinking okay oh when we watched it there was like a thing that you know when that on stuff now it shows you why it's rated certain mm-hmm. things like it was like underage drinking okay. and like other and like stuff. drugs and yeah stuff like that. gotcha yeah, I mean, it probably would have done better if it was maybe they chilled it out a little bit and it was PG thirteen. Like it could have done yeah. better. I agree because I think it is. It would hit obviously like the any like junior high, high school kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, it would it, it it would like hit that demographic really well. Um, and I don't think like the underage drinking or anything that was R rated really enhanced it. Uh, I guess it made it more, more realistic. Real, yeah, because yeah, it's like the way high schoolers talk and the way they act. Yeah. I don't really have a big problem with the rating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, I we, we, as long as, you know, we saw yeah. it now, you know, who cares? Yeah, true, true. Um, but I do have to admit, like... We were also 26 <laughs> when this came out, so, yeah. like... <laughs> I'm just worried if I was going to be allowed to watch it. But um, I really love this movie, and I honestly think there's... Two reasons why. Haley Seinfeld's performance is like insanely realistic mm-hmm. and believable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bailey said like classic coming of age uh, tales, her dad died. It's classic. <laughs> you know, that classic trope. But I think to even enhance that a little bit is she's in the car with her dad while when he dies. I guess he has a heart attack mm-hmm. and they crash. Um, but her dad is like her rock Mm -hmm. she's the one he's the one who makes her feel seen and understood whereas her mom is like uh distant cold like i actually don't know what the mom's issue is in the beginning when the dad and the whole family's together like why is the mom mean to Haley? she oh go ahead no no you go ahead you would i you you go ahead (laughs) so like I feel like the mom has her own stuff, like so much insecurities and anxiety mm. that like 
her son being super easy mm-hmm. helps her because she is such an anxious person mm-hmm. and can has that like control factor because she's anxious where her daughter's like quote unquote harder mm-hmm. so she can't handle it plus it makes her question like probably her own parenting and stuff like mm-hmm. that she's very much someone as you see the movie as it progresses she regulates through her kids mm-hmm. like a hundred percent she doesn't know how to like handle her own feelings so if her daughter's having a hard time to her instead of dealing with it, it's easier for her to like push it away yeah because a- after the husband dies i'm like okay i understand why the wife and the mom feels like lost and mm-hmm. she's a little scattered and selfish but like before that i was like why is she being so mean to her daughter I feel but like it's, I, she's the same person yeah, just like yeah, yeah. um yeah uh where to where to start (laughs) well go ahead no go ahead um i i i actually have a point that i'm curious about go ahead the whole Haley steinfeld's best friend starting to date Haley steinfeld's brother krista how do we feel about that like is that an accepted move if your best friend started dating your sibling how would you guys feel? Because I think Haley Seinfeld reacts maybe a little overboard, but appropriately. Like, she's upset, really betrayed, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of how you feel about your brother in the first place. Because they didn't have a good relationship mm-hmm, exactly. at all. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think your brother or sister is, like, a good person, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, my friend's a good person, you'd be like, okay, sick. Like, I'm going to see them even more. Like... Yeah. You'll still right. think like, ugh, you guys are gross. Like, can you, yeah. it, it, it it would get hard in situations where it's like, well, can you hang out with me? You're in his mm-hmm. room and we're in the same house, but like we could be hanging out together. Like that part mm-hmm. would get like annoying and weird, but like generally it's just how you feel about your brother or sister in the first place. That's a really good point. Yeah, I feel like point. this is like super common because like, if you're close in age, you're probably hanging out with the same people anyway. And um, if you, we probably have similarities to your sibling in the first place. So you would, if you try your sibling, trust them and you mm-hmm. build that love and trust together. Right. Mm-hmm. But I wish we got, this is like the one thing I have with this movie is that I wish we got to see Krista, the sister and the brother's name is. Darian. Darian together before they started mm-hmm. dating. Cause like, all we hear about is her that she, he just got hot over the summer. <laughs> yeah, he has he has a transformation into like a full fledged male model. Yes, and or his he, nipples are out. I I so Bailey's point makes me think like okay, it's okay, it's yeah. like totally understandable. I just kind of hate that how the relationship initiates is like they're just both awake at night and he's cleaning up piss off the floor and she's basically cleaning piss up off the bathroom and they're like yo let's hook up and it's just like yeah i don't know it rubbed me the wrong way so i related to or i like i empathize with Haley steinfeld the way she reacts and you know she starts she loses her mom essentially she then loses her best friend and her brother after years of dealing with losing her dad so like it does set it up in a really good way that she's alone yeah and yes, 100%. Um, all she has to lean on is the aforementioned Woody Harrelson as the history teacher Mm -hmm. um, who this might be one of my favorite performances as a teacher 
student relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh I think it's as appropriate, and there's many. There's, you know, there's a whole Mm -hmm. list of them. Oh, yes, Um, the famous ones. I'm watching Freaks and Geeks right now, and Mm -hmm. I think the guidance counselor in that show he's a fucking creep i know I he has good go to him i know he has good answer. intentions and stuff but the way he goes about it i do not dig in the least but woody harrelson's approach i love like i think woody harrelson's great in this i think it's a very appropriate <laughs> real relationship between teacher and student and yeah <laughs> I, do you think he would definitely get in trouble for the things that he says right He's aggressive, but he's only playing aggressive because she's like overreacting and she can take it. I think he realizes she's a student that needs that like little sass and that witty back and forth to like gain trust. I think the only thing he would get in trouble for is the fact that like when she's like, I'm going to kill myself (laughs) and he doesn't report it to like the parents or call crisis because like when a teacher is told that you're required you're a mandated reporter you're required to like report that but besides that i feel like he's rolling the dice on his relationship with her yeah i love it's a their relationship and then same when you find out like about his family life it makes it so much better and oh my god maybe the best the funniest moment is when uh hayley seinfeld gets into trouble she she's into antics she's lost control she like reaches out to her 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 crush and says i want (laughs) to do all these crazy do all these crazy sexual things he takes it as like all right picks her up and it goes awry it's really really bad it's it's a very good scene though i think yeah Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways the teacher woody harrelson has to come and pick her up and like help her out takes her back to his house and this whole time I don't know about you guys. You think Woody Harrelson is like a single, lonely right. man. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's had a past or whatever. He you... doesn't disclose when she pries. Yeah. That's another thing. I think he keeps the boundaries between mm-hmm. the students. Yeah. So you have no idea. He goes into this beautiful home and there's a baby in the living room. And, and Haley Seinfeld says, oh, shit there's a baby or something like that. And Woody Harrelson's like, she said, oh. oh shit, you have a baby. He goes, oh shit, how'd that, ba- how'd that baby <laughs> yeah. get in He there? plays it off so well. And then you meet the wife and you realize he has a very nice, like comfortable life and everything. I don't know. I just think this movie was really well written, mm-hmm. really well paced. And the way they expose some of these details and the way they go through it, I didn't think I was going to like this movie because like Bailey said, it looks like young adult yeah. Looks like high school romance, which essentially it is, but it's way deeper and way well, more, it's more layered like than that. The relationships are more in like not as one dimensional, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like I also think besides her relationship to Woody Harrelson, my other favorite relationship is the brother to the mother. Mm-hmm. So I think that is never depicted on film like that in the way where the mother can't emotionally regulate on her own, doesn't have a husband for support anymore and leans on the the son that's like a very common thing that happens but it's never shown in this way where she's emotionally regulating through him and he's like oh i have to do this i have to do this because i feel like this happens a lot where you see like the quote-unquote good kid yeah is usually the one that has the most responsibility that they don't want is more Mm. burdened than the one that's allowed like i think the interesting thing is nadine is suffering her own way but she has so much more freedom than the brother yeah. because she's combative and he doesn't have that in him to do it. So he's more trapped 
in this relationship with his mom and i like how they talk about he's like why am i applying to schools nearby like why am i doing this it's because like i have to protect our mom and you don't have to do that i have to do that and i loved that depiction you think he has this perfect life but he has a lot of burdens that he just kind of does quietly yeah um okay you kind of bring up something that i want to talk about interesting choices for names in this oh, movie. Oh, I know. We Darian, got Nadine, Krista. Darian, Nadine. Irwin. Irwin. Yo, we didn't even talk about Irwin yet. I know. I love Irwin. Irwin's the fucking best boy of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, there's so many. I'm going to order it on Blu-ray. <laughs> you should. <laughs> you need that commentary. You should, you should order Irwin's animated short film on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yo, Ir- I love I love everything about this movie, really. It and then, I mean, most of all, it's Haley Steinfeld's like humor and her like. The I don't know yeah. if it's the writing or if the way she's like acting out the writing. She's just like very quick, very funny. Very, Dude, she embodies it. It's like, like both. So it's, much. It's, her and the writing. It's kind of like uh, I don't want to say it's like. <laughs> it's like Juno. Yeah, Juno or like Emma Stone, like Easy A style, mm-hmm. like very yes. like mm-hmm. funny. So, but yeah. it's it's more grounded in yes, reality than absolutely. those movies. Yeah. Her performance, like that's definitely a girl that you could find in any high school. The right. only one thing I didn't buy, and Kate kind of corrected me, and I know we're co-signed to Elise, but like um, uh, Nadine Haley Seinfeld is like kind of the loserish, like outcast, or nobody really. She doesn't have friends. Nobody likes her, but. But, like, she's definitely a cute girl, and she has really cool style, and she's charismatic. It's a little hard for me to believe that, like, she doesn't have suitors. And I'm not dismissing Irwin. (laughs) Yo, I think almost, like, sometimes people, she kind of thinks she's not too good for everyone else, or she might almost think, like, she's smarter than everyone. Like, anyone who's, like, hot, I don't think she would, like, vibe with them intellectually or something you know like right right i think that has something to do with it it's off like i think it's off putting i mean like i was saying to jordan not that i'm like saying that i'm like the hottest girl in school but like (laughs) like i had a similar situation where like i wasn't very relatable to my peers and i think Mm -hmm. it was seen by people Mm -hmm. like i like don't forget when you're in high school guys are also super insecure and they want someone who's showing that they're gonna be like Mm -hmm excited and ready to do like stuff and she's not the presenting that way yeah. right so i feel like guys pick up on the fact that she's guarded and she's protected. definitely closed off and yeah. the one crush she has is like a former juvenile delinquent right and maybe she's not like well i think she's relating to that like i feel like no one understands me you yeah. look like you feel like no one understands you we mm-hmm. connect on that mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like in high school like relationships are weird and i yeah. feel like as someone who has like i didn't really have that yeah. like a lot of people like chasing yeah. certain things but i think it's because i was like odd i were i literally wore the same pair of pants yeah every single day i That's had three pairs of them sexy, sexy. <laughs> um i mean yeah. her style I, I, was cool but like she did just wear like a lot of like weird hoodies all the time like it wasn't <laughs> she was like trying to be yeah hot. Into, exactly <laughs> i'm exactly. into the same pants well, and I think they show that juxtaposition well with her friend Krista, because Krista's right. like, I'll play beer pong, like, I'll join, I'll join in, and Nadine's always like, I don't want to join. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's uncomfortable to teenagers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she maybe isn't comfortable 
yeah putting herself out there yeah. that much so mm-hmm. true true and then when she has a golden boy right in front of her she doesn't even realize it but Irwin. she does realize how good Irwin is yeah um, I, and Irwin's j- just for the listeners she he's like a classmate who's a little awkward but I do have to say he's handsome as hell oh, and yeah. like he has this shit together but he's awkward and fumbling in front of her because he has a crush on her and sh- he she like hangs out with them and really likes them but doesn't let it get too far um until the end obviously when she comes to the realization like oh erwin's been there for me the whole time type yeah deal. yeah do you think like they're comfortable now like talking and stuff they have like good conversations i hope to god hope so. because <laughs> it was awkward i too. feel like and they address something that i love because she talks a, like a lot in the movie yeah. and she just runs on i like how everyone points out that she talks a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. and i feel like you can just see this relationship where he's just probably sitting in his room and drawing and she's just like bop, 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 bop. <laughs> and he's like oh yeah cool yeah like it's like a very yeah. like yeah mutual in that way relationship and Irwin's rich af <laughs> yeah he's really rich and his parents are living in korea right now for three months why didn't she <laughs> when she says why didn't you tell me you were rich Oh yeah. Jesus, yeah, and then he plays that song. Oh yeah, how was that queued up? I was really curious, like the dickhead song. When they're swimming in the pool and she's being mean to him, or like turns his down his kiss, he gets out and plays this "You're a Dickhead" song. Oh, I don't even. Yo, to be honest, I don't remember that. Yeah, we might add the extended cut. That's literally know. the one. That's the other thing that was like, this is not realistic. He gets out of the pool and hits a button on a remote, and it just starts playing the song "You're a Dickhead." I'm yo, like, does he have that always queued up? He's rich. <laughs> oh yeah, right, he's rich. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I want to be rich so I could do that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, overall, this Loved movie. It. I can't recommend it enough. And mm-hmm. I, this isn't my vibe. This isn't my type of movie, but like it sucked me in. I would watch this movie again. I have, and that's it's how good. Mu- that's how much I enjoyed it. So, Bailey, when you get the Blu ray, hit me up. Yo, we can watch we'll the watch, Edge of 17. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch the with the commentary on. Okay, cool. Yeah, Here's I need to thing. know I need to know about that Irwin song. <laughs> I think Jordan's secretly into rom coms. Oh fuck. I don't know if it's it's going from secret to public because of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so what would you guys uh, rate this bad boy? Mm. I give it a cool uh, 9.6 out of 10. Nice. Mm. I'm going to give rating. it I'm going to give it a 17 out of 20. Okay. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, um, but which eight, like eight, eight, and eight and a half. Which edge of 17? <laughs> Oh, um, the front end. Okay. <laughs> front end. So like 17.3. Okay. I will give it um, one plus seven out of 10. Oh, nice. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So that was our higher rated one. Film Friend certified, Film Friend approved. Haley Seinfeld's great in it. Rest of the cast is honestly great in it too. Check it out if you haven't. Um, can we say that? for the next one i don't know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wait because i'm getting (laughs) curious baby what's your height what's your weight what's your height yeah i know with your what's your height what's your weight um so i will read bailey's first so bailey said that Haley is five feet. <laughs> this is really funny. Bailey wrote that she's five 
feet six pounds inches (laughs) (laughs) oh shit (laughs) (laughs) that she's 110 pounds um 26 years old from la california size seven shoe and a cancer um jordan said that she's 5'5 130 pounds six and a half shoe from sacramento california and aquarius so she is 5'6 so bailey congrats um she's 130 so jordan congrats she's a size 10 shoe whoa okay (laughs) big (laughs) feet um (laughs) she was born december 11th 1996 so she is 25 and um she's a sagittarius she was born in Los Angeles, California. Oh, nice, Bailey. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah, she's got California disposition written all oh, over. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, her first film was True <laughs> I, I don't know Grit. what I think of California people anymore, but go ahead. Yes. Um, so yeah, her first film was True Grit, but she started acting at age eight and was in a lot of short films, which got her like a lot of critical acclaim mm-hmm. just within like filmmakers and such, where she really got noticed by that. And um but at age eight, they actually, her parents just started homeschooling her, mm-hmm. um, which she did all the way through high school. As Bailey said, she's good friends with Taylor Swift, and she does have like a musical career. So in 2015, she was in the top pop songs at number 27 for her song, Love Myself. And this was the highest um, debut of a solo female artist since Natalie Imbruglia's uh, Torn. Whoa! What? <laughs> that's and, some. Uh, yeah. That's some. Uh, and it went good platinum company. twice. That song. Bailey, do you know the song "Love I Myself"? I don't think so. I don't. You know, I don't. I tried to listen to like her music, I guess, and it's really just like poppy. Like I don't know. It's not really my vibe. Mm-hmm. But she wants to be known as like an uh, artist of multiple talents. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say you don't know what it is because we actually were able to find a quick, quick sound bite. So here we go. Yo, right. I'm, I'm gonna, done. You guys heard that? I did not. So, like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. Yeah, Shit, that I just also, added uh, some post-production for me. Son of a bitch. Yeah, Maybe was, we'll, I'll put a Sun God song in there. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Um, so, speaking of, like, where she or her parents are from. So, her dad is Ashkenazi Jew. And so, that means he's all different, like, Eastern Europeans, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then her mom is half Filipino, half African-American. Oh wow! So, uh, yeah, very yeah, not white. I think, <laughs> very I think diverse. <laughs> I think they both work in like Hollywood esque jobs. Oh nice! For, like f- I think one's a f- personal fitness trainer. I forget what the other one is. Um, but yes, the only other thing I have, or I have two other things. One is she auditioned for Katniss in Hunger Games and got close but it obviously went to jennifer lawrence she would have been a good Katniss. i mean that's j j law really like defined that role Mm -hmm. even though i've never seen those movies (laughs) very cool um 
And then, do you want to guess her favorite film? Ooh. Mm, let's see. L.A. Big Feet. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to go with um, Mean Girls. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say 40-Year-Old Virgin. Interesting. Um, the Social Network. Uh, all right. Okay. I mean, that's cool. I'll take that. Is Nugget good? Nugget? Is your dog okay? Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool. Is it uh, hot? Is it hot? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that oh. song, I know you guys didn't hear that song, but it got me hot. So it got me wanting to love myself. <laughs> wow. I guess cue the music. Is there music? <laughs> Should I cue music, right? <laughs> yeah. Should I cue the song up again? <laughs> yeah. All right, cue the music. have two two guys here in her dating history um one of them being cameron smoller who hmm. i don't know if he's an actor or what um hold on let me see if i can find anything about him i don't know the only picture i have of him is him in like a on like a soccer field i have a picture of him in a car with uh Haley Seinfeld, I, yo, look, look. I don't mean to to fuck up with your your uh, your files, but I I actually have a file on her boyfriend. <laughs> okay, yo, what do you what do you have on him? That was from uh, 2016 to 2017, though. So, mm-hmm. okay, so I have actually five facts. The couple has been posting pics of one another on social media since early 2016. Mm-hmm. Cameron's older brother is one of Gigi Hadid's close friends. Hmm. Uh, Haley and Cameron made their first public appearance together in January. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know why this is a fact. Oh, she put rumors to rest that she's dating Justin Bieber. Yeah. And Cameron is Instagram famous. So. <laughs> yep. Um, the, <laughs> all right. Well, that's cool. The next guy. He is a soccer player, by the way. Is he? Um, yeah. Okay, and then I have her dating Niall Horan from One Direction. Mm. Oh, wow. I wonder... Oh, yeah. Yes. Niall. From Niall. 2017 to 2018. And then, you know mm-hmm. what? Maybe she really just started to focus on her career or something, but because I don't have any any files in my file bin after 2018. <laughs> Dude, you moved from a cabinet to a bin? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I scaled down. Uh, okay. Um, hey, yo, she might be dating. She just doesn't want it to be in the public public realm. Yeah. I I support her no matter what. <laughs> Agreed. And uh, my I went through your files earlier, and uh, I, I think you're correct. That is it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I kind of, I, I want to know more. I feel like mm. I didn't get enough, you know? In terms of her, like, love life? That and also, like, her life. Like, yeah. Y- yeah. Yo, she's still 
she's only what 25 mm-hmm. um she's a burgeoning like fantastic actress so i think i think she'll run into some trouble <laughs> damn dude oh, she, okay <laughs> i mean she's getting into that marvel world so like yeah once you're in the marvel world you're giving up all privacy so <laughs> yeah so stay on the lookout for that um cool well hey it's always good to to stay hungry for more so we have more for you so if you're interested in one of her lowest rated movies we're about to dissect the shit out of that one and that is the 2016 heist masterpiece term life bailey take it away okay term life is about um vince vaughn with a bad haircut um him he's like a thief and he like make makes plans for people to rob shit and he made a plan for some people to rob some shit and they all got killed the robbers themselves and then everyone was like oh shit did did vince vaughn set this up and then he's on the (laughs) the lamb (laughs) running running uh away because people are Uh trying to kill him and then some people find out he's got a daughter insert Haley steinfeld and they're like oh shit how do we get to this guy we can get his daughter and then he has to come to us so then you know he's like oh shit they're on to my daughter so let me go pick up my daughter and then he's got his daughter with him Haley steinfeld and they're like vibing and they don't really ever really talk because he's a thief and he's not really in her life that much although he loves her because he's got a bunch of pictures of her in like a shoebox or something Yes, and let's let's put an asterisk there because we have to talk about and that. um so basically he's been spying on her his whole life but not really been in her life but he definitely loves her and you know they you know kind of defeat all the bad guys and then live happily ever after at the end yeah yeah i, I mean it's and bulletproof there's some, um <laughs> crooked cops in there yeah they're, yeah. they're, they're we have, some of the bad guys <laughs> we have the cartels involved we have crooked cops and uh basically we have vince vaughn in the middle and mm-hmm. and a little little sprinkle a little john favreau in there too oh yeah um but yeah yeah bailey great job yeah Thanks. good job you know the e- the the harder movie or the worst movies are always easier oh yeah for yeah. some reason <laughs> for, sure. <laughs> for sure which for this one i was impressed because this i thought was very confusing well there is like a cat and mouse vibe to this Mm -hmm. like like bailey said vince vaughn sets something up every like they actually make the robbery but the cartel comes in and shoots them Mm -mm. um Mm -mm. or no sorry the crooked cops come in and shoot Mm -hmm. the cartel then the cartels after the crooked cops the crooked cops want to set up vince vaughn so there's a lot of like back and forth there and honestly you could find that in any like law and order type shit like any any i don't know it in terms of the heist and the cat and mouse it's very boring in my eyes there's like nothing new they're bringing they to almost that felt like separate stories yeah it definitely felt like separate movies but with all that being said i did kind of enjoy the moments with vince vaughn and Haley seinfeld yeah um because it's definitely that classic like Vince Vaughn was the absent father but he's 
been doing everything his whole life for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, including taking the creepiest photos of her from afar and keeping them in a box. That unsettled me so oh, much. Oh, same. I feel like if you're that close, you might as well just like hang out with them. You might as well talk to her. Like some of those shots were like he's just around the corner in a bush yeah where i'm like you might as well just hang out with her because being near her and doing that shows that you have some interest in her mm -hmm. so you might as well just hang out with her yeah i mean i guess he's trying to protect her or whatever but like deaf creepy Mm -hmm. i just i i'm tired it's a it's a storyline i see in movies and like books and stuff where like somebody their excuse for being absent in someone else's life is that they're trying to do the best and take care of them mm-hmm. but right. yo, know, that's not the currency these people need they need like actual love and communication right. not just money being wired and the fact that like there's pictures of her like as a baby from perspective of, like him holding her so when was like <laughs> the time period that he decided like this isn't safe anymore yeah i mean his i mean <laughs> i know his life is probably um, a little sketchy for her but like mm-hmm. her mom is also like a drug addict so i don't know how much better off she is right. with her you know right so. and at, at the end it's kind of funny like they go through all this like Haley seinfeld almost gets kidnapped and murdered like several times by the cartel and crooked cops and stuff and at the very end it's like they decide well it's safer to live with vince vaughn than the mother and i'm like yo she almost died. You she have thought she might have killed ago. a couple people. Mm-hmm. She saw John Favreau get shot. Like she's <laughs> gone through shit. What is the mom doing? That's like so bad. But I know she's like uh, an alcoholic and a drug addict and stuff too. I just think it's funny. Like the choice that has to be made at the end is she goes and lives with Vince Vaughn. This I thief. also feel like she would have been safer if he was around her because he could have taught her how to be safe and protect herself if something like this had happened. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. There's also had better plans in place. Where's grandma and grandpa or something, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. also true. Yeah, where the fuck? That's what I was saying this whole movie. Where's grandpa and grandma? Mm-hmm. She could have lived with I, them. Yeah, why can't she just go to grandma's house? Also, so another thing is that I'm glad they addressed it like a media. It's Vince Vaughn's insane hairstyle. Yes. He's got a shaggy, shaggy look, front. but I respect that they address how horrible it is. dumb it looks mm-hmm. um because if they didn't do that i'd be like man was that your choice for this guy mm-hmm. <laughs> um but they their excuse for it is what that it just makes him look n- normal no, he says it makes him look normal and everyone else says it makes you look weird so like if they're gonna say how weird it is why don't they just have them have normal hair nice hair like i don't the rest of the movie yeah exactly i don't get i know that's a great point like (laughs) why didn't they just have normal vince von hair he has perfectly fine hair just like normal slicked back slicked up they needed that joke and they (laughs) needed a joke i know i know (laughs) there was like so much of that in this that like i was like okay there's also so much Vince Vaughn voiceover exposition. The first like uh, half an hour, there's no one else talking except for a continual stream of Vince Vaughn just yeah. explaining what his job is, explaining how it functions, explaining how to set up this, and just like anytime there was a lapse, they felt they just had to have him like mansplain to the audience about mm-hmm. what was going on. It, mm-hmm. I wonder if the yo honestly that is what we find I guess a lot in bad movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, don't they know that? Like, (laughs) if they didn't have that, like, voiceover, I mean, the movie's definitely not great, but, like, 
yeah, at the end it like wrapped up fine like i got i understood what happened like it mm-hmm. all made sense like it's actually a good like ending i thought yeah like it, the way that i thought the yeah. ending was good i think overall it's just like a nice little packaged movie i i wouldn't suggest anyone like watching it yeah right or, but like I you don't go, have to go out and watch right. it unless you're doing a podcast like but us. there's <laughs> things that they intentionally did that were like that's what made it not very good as the hair the voiceover and then there's like all these moments where so vince vaughn gets like captured like several times mm-hmm. and every time it's so easy for vince vaughn to steal their gun <laughs> yeah. push him out a window or Dude, like he's so good he's the guy who plans the heist right yeah. but he literally he, just like takes the the guy bad guys are just looking the other way he takes the gun out of their pocket but like, i'm thinking he should be promoted to the guy who does the heist because the way he's so slick at like taking everyone's weapon or like, everyone's just that bad at their jobs he yeah. literally when he when he pushes that one guy out of the window he barely touches him <laughs> yo he's so strong um but i wish kind of wish like Haley was like fine in this but i she didn't mm-hmm. really get to shine as much as i she could have i agree no she could have shined like, but like we surmise in the trailer episode it's a vince vaughn vehicle through and through yeah um so Haley's playing passenger but then at the end she's playing driver um, yeah when she plays driver is one of my favorite parts of the movie too yeah but i agree like there are some moments like even in the beginning when she's very standoffish with her dad when he like takes her because she's in trouble you know the cartel is going to come and get her Mm -hmm. something like that um she's like annoyed and standoffish and stuff but like i don't feel it as much there's not as much after watching edgers 17 and seeing like those real emotions this just felt so cardboard yeah she's not given a lot to work with right there's like only one scene that addresses that she essentially raised herself and she's like they shoehorn in this experience right in the beginning of the movie where she's hanging out with some friends and they're like well she it's literally she's just like well i don't have parents so you know what i do i go to becca's and then it's like cut away and it's like (laughs) what what question did they ask her to prompt (laughs) that and like what's going on here um, now, Bailey, you brought this up in the text group, uh, Film Friends text group. And if anybody out there wants to be a part of the Film Friends text group, <laughs> hit us up. Um, <laughs> okay. That um, there are scenes in this where it's just only Spanish being spoken yeah. and there's no captions. I'm like dying to know what they said in those scenes. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I was wondering if that was only on, on my end or if it was happening Mm-mm. with you guys too. But like, they were like full-fledged like... five-minute conversations that they were having that we just didn't get to know. (laughs) And and so, like, there were a couple scenes where it's, like, they just say, like, agua or something like that, something we could understand. But one of, like, a more important scene when the cartel leader gets like double crossed or some something happens and his like little minion has to tell him something and they're just having a full-fledged conversation i'm like yo what the fuck are they gonna do like Like, what's things that they're doing that explain what they're doing right it's like they're just sitting on a couch facing each other having this conversation so it's not like there's a lot of context clues for this conversation either you're just watching them talk to each other and i have like rudimentary spanish and all i was catching was like tambien and right stuff like that names and stuff so part of me wonders that like you guys watch it with subtitles right yeah always Mm -hmm. so i did as well like i wonder if having the english subtitles up the movie was like oh well these people must be 
Mm. Spanish? Oh, maybe. Well, or, I, you know I what think, I mean? Like, I if, think I, if there weren't any subtitles, maybe the Spanish subtitles would have shown up in no, English. No, so I think that I think when it's like that, they still show up. Yeah. Like if it's the movie's purpose to put subtitles there, they show oh, up. Okay. I know what you're saying. And like comics will do this too, where they'll just put like um, speech bubbles that are in another language and not put a translation in it. Oh, yeah. In no way am I, I, I don't think any of us are saying like, yo, what the fuck? If you're going to speak Spanish, like put the English captions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no, just, just like, like a, oh, it was interesting. An, it was an interesting take and it was like, I don't know. Like Kate said, I thought I was like, okay, I could read their body language. Maybe they're passing stuff between each other, but they're just kind of sitting on a couch mm-hmm. talking and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm, we're out of the loop on this one. But, um, yeah. but it was cool. It was cool. The other thing I would talk about is Terrence Howard, right? Like, oh yeah, he's met. We meet him at a carnival. It's his <laughs> rule of twos. When you see someone twice, they remember you. Mm-hmm. And then he's like called into action and brings a freaking like sh- rifle to it instead of like a police weapon. And then like d- he has the least like honored death in this right he goes out he realizes his mistake has been made and goes out to help and just dies and that's it we never find out anything else about this man yeah this is gonna be rough to say but he had it coming i mean he made him (laughs) he made a mistake but like i feel like it was such a weird thing to put him in there have this happen and then just he dies i think he was a really bad sheriff not bad morality wise just like bad performing cop and sheriff what what did he do wrong though where did he go he did everything he was supposed to he He even checked the badge numbers like Mm -hmm. he didn't probably doesn't have to do that all the time but because vince vaughn was acting like sketchy it's like check these cops badge numbers to make sure they're right and he got the okay like i don't think he did anything wrong i think Mm -hmm. it was just an unfortunate situation that he had to try to clean up i agree okay I'll take that, dude. I'll concede. I'll concede. <laughs> I'll concede. I just think the whole checking the badge number scene, obviously, like it worked out. It just felt like, okay, we see Terrence Howard waking up on the couch in his office. Oh, yeah. I just feel like he's a lazy sheriff and does the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And with this, the type of situation that was going on, I think he could have been. A little more diligent especially when vince vaughn is saying these people are not cops like they're not cops then i think you have to look into it a little more than the normal procedure but but or was he sleeping there overnight because he's so good at his job because she <laughs> says good morning and then she says time to fight the bad guys and hands him a cup of coffee i think they look at crime as a video game and i don't like it you know <laughs> so um Fair enough. Yeah, I don't. I it was don't just know. weird. It, it was, was like weird. a weird addition. But it fit with this movie. Yeah, this whole movie was a little kind of eccentric and quirky in that way. And um, I, I think didn't it's. Hate it. I think it's a very very mediocre movie. But with that being said, it's not a bad movie to have in her filmography. Right. If it's her least lowest rated one right now, yeah, she has a pretty good pretty yeah. good thing going. Agreed. So. There's like it's a big cast, right? It's like a very full recognizable cast i mean we'd be remiss if we didn't mention film friend bill paxton as the mm. crooked fbi mm-hmm. or crooked cop yeah he mm-hmm. uh he yo i thought the cartel guys like the main cartel guy was pretty good like, yo he mm-hmm. was He's very good too, too. Yeah. yeah he reminded me of fred, Mar- fred armison a bit but <laughs> <laughs> um he was good too he seemed 
so Bill Paxton's character is like chaotic evil. Yeah. And the cartel guy is like, what's the good, e- like mild evil? Or not chaotic. He's like, but- he's like chaotic neutral a little bit. Yeah. Well, he's definitely evil. He's like, I, I don't want to put the yeah. label on cartel members that they're evil, but they are. He's just, <laughs> like, his intentions are purely selfish. Right, right. Well, yeah, but his, he was cool. Yeah, his thing was like, I need to avenge my son and I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do something. Stop until that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But he's not going to hurt someone intentionally just because yeah. he wants to. Yeah, because like right. he really wanted... To, it's not like he was just going to go on a killing spree and just kill a bunch of people. He just right. wanted to right. find right. the person right. who fucked up his right. well, and Where that's Bill what, Paxton was yeah. doing what you just said, right. really, like kind of killing anybody in his way. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was going to be my question. Like, I don't even know his motive. Bill Paxton? Yeah, it was, was it, just it was to whole, make like, money? preserving the evidence that they were crooked cops, and there was right. the money was the oh, evidence. Oh, so gotcha. Right, it was right. just money oriented. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought, but I wasn't positive. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't really. He wanted to. It was basically he was covering his ass. Well, yeah. yes, I know that, caught. but I'm saying like previous to that, his thing was that he yeah. was, was like was a money yeah. oriented yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do love. I like the way this movie ended with Haley. Yeah, I like her move. You know essentially figuring it out and tricking bill paxton and having a showdown between bill paxton and the cartel uh leader yeah um victor i think that was i mean really dangerous obviously to put her <laughs> and also she position. put also she put that evidence together real quick yeah yeah but it was everything her dad taught her about robbing a bakery so mm-hmm. yep no it ended pretty uh, it ended good it was fine it was a fine movie yeah. wouldn't recommend yeah. it would never watch it again but it was yeah, for one same. of our worst movies that we watch. It wasn't yeah, it's it's that fine. Bad. Yeah, no, yeah, very middle. Nice. Um, it it really okay. Let's let's rate it then, mm. and then we'll close. Oh wait, I have one more question. Oh, Why okay. is this called Term Life? Because know. he he set up an insurance, oh, a life yep. insurance thing for oh, her, okay. and that's how they found out that he had a daughter. Was that paperwork? Gotcha. Thank yeah. you. No problem. <laughs> a tight ass movie. Yeah, everything makes sense. <laughs> so tight. Um, well, what would you guys rate this one? It's hmm. a good question. I'll give you mine. Okay. I think it's right down the middle. I think it's a five out of ten. Hmm. I'll agree. Could be I a agree. Little, that might that might be a little <laughs> yeah, higher than it agree. deserves, but it just feels like the most middle of the road yeah. movie. Yeah, to me for sure. I'll um, agree. I, I'll I'll latch onto your wagon. Yo, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you want to hop on the wagon? I'll latch on to Kate's wagon that's latched onto <laughs> oh, yours. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Nice, so we got it. a little uh, got a little, a little train little going. Wagon train going. <laughs> yeah. Choo choo. Um, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, what what sound does our train make? Because it's more like wagon train. It's not a train. Uh, hoot, oh, okay. Hoot hoot. <laughs> hoot beep beep. <laughs> Choo choo. <laughs> um, cool. So, yo, guys, Haley Steinfeld. Great. Look out for now watch I have out. to watch the Hawkeye show. Yeah, and maybe even Bumblebee. Who knows? Is she in Bumblebee? Yeah. She's like the lead oh, in no, Bumblebee. She's in Bumblebee, dude. <laughs> oh, no, no. You, no. I should have held that till now. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Term life, three out of ten. <laughs> um, no, she's cool. I'm a. Uh, I also feel like you guys could really get into um, that show Dickinson that she's in. Is it about the college? No, it's about she's Emily Dickinson. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's Emily Dickinson. Damn, That's yeah, cool. yo, I could, I could definitely get into. That. If you fuck with I'm Emily Dickinson, she's... she's she does a really good job in that. I watch a little bit of it, 
but it's uh it's weird very weird and mm-hmm. pretty cool is it about emily dickinson's life yeah interesting nice. she yeah. wasn't famous till after she died i know i mean i kind of like i feel it's like i like Haley steinfeld it has to <laughs> kind of like Haley steinfeld's career <laughs> yeah uh, well, psych 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 just yeah. kidding well wishes to Haley steinfeld and her family here um, here <laughs> here, here. <laughs> uh anyways guys this was a fun one mm-hmm. um bailey thanks for thanks for making her officially a film friend yeah no problem she she'll probably listen to this <laughs> Yeah, she'll probably yeah, listen to this. Yeah, she'll listen. Um, and Imogen, if you're out there, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Love it. Um, anyways, that's a little little sum sum for our haters. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're good to go. Yeah, so we'll... We'll... Uh, I am. We'll catch you on the flip side. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon.